Welcome to another episode of the Success All podcast. I'm Janet Martin, the author of How to Journal for Mental Health. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking to Veronica Paiva, founder of Sisters New Earth on Instagram. From an early age, Veronica has been finding her path and using spirituality for answers to some of life's more difficult questions. She shares with us how she's been using spiritual connections to work through grief. Um, We discuss energy and healing and her first experience trying the ayahuasca. It's a really great one. And again, the focus is on mental health and some of the things that we can explore using spirituality. Let's jump in. Hi, Veronica. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning, Janet. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, so I've introduced you at the top of the podcast and really interested to hear about your spiritual journey and how this has had an impact um, on your mental health. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to ask you how long you've been interested in spiritual practices. Oh, for as long as I can remember, really, my family... I see them as, as very spiritual, even though their, let's say, official religion is, is Catholicism, but everyone now believes in reincarnation. And I, I think I can, uh, I can say <laughs> that uh, I was the one who first um, got interested in reincarnation and start to study this subject because I just, I didn't really connect with Catholicism from, you know, from a very early age. I, I used to go to the church with my mom and I, I used to look at the priest and think that, you know, I don't see kindness there. I don't see, I don't see this peaceful um, vibe. And then, yeah, I, I, I just, I think when I was 16, I said, no, I need to find uh, a, a spiritual path or a, a cult or a religion or something that explains everything to me because when I read the Bible I I, I just don't understand and I don't think that uh, there is a hell I don't think there is a heaven I think there must be you know there must be a proper explanation about uh, everything that happens and then I yeah I, I, I literally I remember I was around 16 uh, years of age and I, I remember going to I was working and then I went to, to a quiet place in, in the building and I, I, I basically I, I said whoever is there I was speaking to God I suppose that I said can you please send me a, a path because I, I just you know I'm, I'm a bit lost here and um my boss from the same, you know, in the same building, the same job, she gave me a, a book called The Gospel of uh, Spiritism. And I start to read straight away. And then I was like, okay, that's the explanation I can, I can, uh, I can agree and I can understand. So basically, I followed this doctrine for a few years. But what I loved about this doctrine is that they said you don't have to be spiritist, you don't have to, to, you know, to come and see us, you don't have to do the courses, you don't have to do anything, you just have to be a good person. Wow. And um, yeah, and then I started to read about Buddha, uh, and then I, I just felt free. And um, where did yeah, you grow up? I, in Brazil. In Brazil. Where, whereabouts in Brazil? Sao Paulo. Okay, and so a very heavy Catholic presence there? I would say in the 80s, yes, Mm -hmm. but Brazil has been changing a lot and uh, I know the Catholicism is is no longer the 
biggest religion in Brazil. People, I think the media say that, but it's not. Most of the, you know, many Brazilians have changed their um, religions. They, they, a lot of them believe in reincarnation. Uh, there are other religions in Brazil because Brazil is such a, a, a mixed culture. There are lots of religions from Africa, from everywhere, really. And um, yeah, I, I, I would not say that Brazil is now is a Catholic nation, maybe on the on paper, but in reality, I don't think so. So this first spiritual experience happened when you were around 16. Is that right? Well, that, that was my call. You know, I, I was calling for, can you give me some clarity here? But um, feeling something spiritual, um, I mean, it, if, if you're asking about an experience, yep. if I felt a presence or something, uh, I would say it was not long ago, to be honest. I had, a, I had a dream with my father and I actually felt his presence. I felt his, I touched, I, I knew there was someone close to me. And I, I said, uh, I, I, I remember thinking, oh, who is it? And then I, I touched this person's arm, and then I said, okay, this is my dad. Wow. And uh, yeah, were you I, awake I, or asleep? Well, I think I was awake because, you know, I was like half awake, maybe. But I, I know that I was thinking, I was, I was active because I touched and I felt with my hands my, my, my father's arm. You know, I, I felt it. So <laughs> maybe, I, it's, well, I, I think I was awake because I was awake. I, it's not something that oh, you wake up and you think, oh, I had that dream. You know, I was awake and I felt his arm and I felt him, you know, I felt his presence. And then incredible. I love hearing gone. stories like that. It doesn't scare me. It actually like fills me with joy a little bit. My, my, my own father's passed away 10, 11 years now. And that was my, also my first spiritual experience when he passed away. Um, it was the day he passed away and um, I had put on his shirt, wanted to smell him and the sky changed color at that point. And I could hear him speaking to me. And I was just looking up at the sky, all the colors, so beautiful. His, his voice calming me. It's going to be okay because I was distraught at that point. And I was like, wow, he came back to see me. I, I just felt so lucky. And I told my mom, went running into the house because I'd come outside. We were in Nigeria. I'd come outside, went back and told my mom. She's like, oh, you're so lucky. That's a good sign of good luck. He came back for you. So I think sometimes, you know, when people talk about these experiences, it, 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 especially like horror films and stuff, you can connect it with, with that sort of thing. But for me, it's like, oh, yeah, you're getting to connect with your ancestors, your parents, whoever it may be. And it is such a wonderful, all-consuming body, physical mind experience to me. I, I love hearing your story. I really do. Yeah, I, I think that's the that's what I found wrong with Catholicism because uh -huh. when I I used to hear lots of stories like this, you know, someone saw someone, someone came to see to say goodbye before they passed away, mm. and I used to I used to be scared because you know people used to say, oh you you saw you saw a, a spirit, oh my God, you know everyone it, it sounded like scary, and when I start reading this book that my manager gave me, the Gospel of Spiritism. I just thought, okay, it's not scary because it's just someone that is in another plane and mm -hmm. came to say hello. And, and then if you have good thoughts and if you keep your vibe, you know, 
high, you you will not have any encounters with spirits that are not good. So mm-hmm. it, to me, it was, uh, you know, it was a liberation after I started studying this. And um, yeah, I think when someone that you love come to say hello to you or you feel... Uh, you feel their presence. You don't have to <clears throat> touch or, or or talk to them. It's a bless. And yeah. uh, after uh, the week my father passed away, I used to feel a lot, you know, something around my hands, uh, someone like maybe caressing my hands, or I just felt his presence. And I mm. think it's 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 a blessing. It really is. And I I I kind of describe it as an energy, if that makes sense. Um, that, yeah. that 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 person can pass away but their energy continues to exist and I, I've seen it in so many different forms especially with my dad I go to the cemetery I feel it there it's always in the sky um, mm-hmm. I've seen the energy in another person uh, his energy coming from them just so many different ways so we, we are all part of the energy of this earth of the universe um, and and I know that you you have quite a passion for for Reiki healing and and yoga as well is, is that part of your spiritual journey as well? Yes, I, I, you know, I think we are all energy. I think always energy. And um, when I was very young, I remember, because I, I, I was very always interested in uh, esoteric, esoteric things, astrology, anything, anything spiritual. I was, you know, I, I, I always loved. And I used to go to astrologists to, to do my um, uh, astrologic map. And this lady said to me, oh, you know, you, you have the power of healing in your hands. And then <laughs> when you are that young, you think, I have power. No, I don't have power. But, she, you know, she, she told me that. And then after, when I, yeah, a few years, I learned about Reiki. And then I did other courses as well, Theta Healing. But I didn't really connect with Theta Healing. because What is Theta Healing? Theta healing is, is a kind of it's healing through energy as well. You connect with, you know, to another person and they, uh, I don't think I will explain properly, but the, I basically you, you discuss their beliefs and you, you basically, it's almost like an affirmation. You command the person to change their beliefs, but you, you are touching the person. Um, and then I did, I did theta healing. I was, you know, okay. But then Reiki, I felt, um, I, I decided to do Reiki because it was through hands. You don't have to touch the person and you don't have to talk too much. You just have to feel the energy and um, heal the person. So basically I did the course, uh, one course and one refresher. And I felt that that's, that's something that I like to do. So I have booked the second Reiki course for March. and. Um, yeah, I, I'm not practicing because I practice on myself, but I, I don't feel that I'm ready yet. But it's something that I want to pursue. I want to I, I really want to practice in the future. And um, yoga is really for, you know, for, for my it helps your mental health for sure. But it mm. also helps your your body. You know, you feel more flexible. You feel stronger. Um, you feel I think it, I'm not sure what I haven't studied yoga, but I know that you feel much lighter after mm-hmm. one yoga session. Mm-hmm. I think if you have any trapped energy, it, it helps to release. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I love it. It goes back to the energy, doesn't it? Um, have, have you seen your own mental health, self-esteem or confidence improve through your spiritual practices? 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In what ways? Well, I think we have to we have to learn to stop the mind, you know, stop the thinking at least for for five minutes a day because we we think too much, we have too much to do, and we worry too much as well. Meditation, yoga, they they help you to stop thinking about problems and to do lists and all all you have to do, and you think about yourself, and then you you quiet your mind and you. You breathe, you pay attention to, you know, the simple things that we do that we, we don't really, we are not aware. <laughs> I just, I just love it. I just think that, um, you know, I, I, I'm not a big meditator. You know, some people do one hour, 20 minutes a day. I try to do five minutes a day. And if, if I have time and if I, you know, if there's no one around me, which is almost never, I, I do guided meditation with, with an app or on with YouTube videos and it, it, it helps a lot. You know, you, yeah. you, you feel calmer, you feel more organized. It's, it's, it has a, a great effect. I like your point about um, slowing everything down. I just sometimes feel, I don't know, maybe even more towards this time of the year. So we're recording in December, towards the end of December, just at the tail end of the festive break. And it feels like everything just goes into fast forward. There's just more demands, more pressure, more movement. And like you're saying, to take the time to slow down, especially in meditation, um, is so valuable because it, 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 it just feels like overwhelm to me anyway, um, with work, with family, with just the demands of you know running a household it can all get a lot so I, I like meditation a lot but I also agree with you that it's um I still find it challenging I've been doing it for years and and like you're saying an hour for me of sit still is like is <laughs> very very difficult so I could do five ten twenty minutes and you know as you said even just five minutes of stopping the thoughts or being mm -hmm. present with the thoughts or letting yeah. the thoughts drift or whatever it is that you need to do is is pretty powerful because you will come out of it like oh that was a weight lifted off and just time to be in the present um worry anxiety is worry really isn't it and and when those thoughts are going around in our head and anxiety is 100% not being in the present right it's about mm -hmm what happened before what's going to happen later especially with this pandemic there was a point in it I was just I, I was so anxious I was worried about my kids worried about my mum because she's elderly just worried 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 and it was like okay so none of these things that I'm worried about have actually even had an indication of happening I can stop and just be in the present and be grateful I work a lot on my gratitude as well uh, when I journal I like to write the 10 things that I'm grateful for the kids every night we do three things that they're grateful for as well and it, it's just really uplifting to to help um with the with the grounding so question for you have you been exploring any new spiritual practices anything that's caught your attention recently no but um I um let's say I'm watching a lot of videos about the law of oneness. Um, I want to also, uh, I, I want to read a more about shamanism. I, in the future, I want to do um, the ayahuasca uh, ceremony. I want to drink the ayahuasca. Wow. Yeah. I, I heard about yeah. that through Will Smith for the first time. It sounds like really trippy, like <laughs> the way he described yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a different journey on mm -hmm. that, but 
most of them say that helped them a lot in terms of being a better person, understanding the universe and understanding their their mission here. Wow. Uh, so where I can think, you actually do that? Is it something you can do in the UK or? No, I, I well, I, I'm not sure. I, I would, from what I heard, you know, lots of celebrities and people that um, they are professionals in the area, they say, you know, you have to do with the proper shaman, someone that is knowledgeable, someone that will take care of you. So I, if I do it, I'll, I'll have to go to South America, Peru, or, or somewhere in the, in the Amazonia um, area, because they've been doing that for years. You know, they, there are tribes there that that's how they heal people. They, they and I, I don't want to do it anywhere else. I think I, you have to go to the source. And it's the drinking of like a brew, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It- to, to be honest, I drank this one drink which I think is the same one in Sao Paulo when I was very young and um, I didn't feel anything. I, but probably I wasn't ready because what what people say is that you have to, you have to set an intention. It's all it's all about the ritual. You have to go there and say, okay, I, I want to understand this or I want to become a better person on this. You have to set up an intention. And I, I didn't, I just went because a friend went and she said, oh, you know, some people see things. I saw nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> well, isn't <laughs> that just true really... about life in general? We setting of intentions is a is a very powerful thing. I think, you know, going back to what we were talking about with energy, it tells you what part of the energy you want to tap into because there's energy yeah. moving all around us, isn't there? And when we're saying we want this type of energy, it helps to the universe guide us on on that path. Um, so I, I like to do that in in my journaling practice, even in my meditation practice. You know, my intention is to calm my thoughts or you know confront my overthinking, whatever it may be. So you've mentioned that you've also done quantum healing therapy. Is that? Could you tell me more about that? That sounds really interesting. Yes. So basically, I, again, I, I, I was researching um, online for you know, uh, explanations for things. And uh, basically, there is, it, it's linked to hypnotherapy. They, obviously, the person who uh, developed the technique calls the technique quantum healing therapy, but essentially is hypnotherapy. And uh, basically, because I've done one session of hypnotherapy uh, once and it was good, but I didn't really feel the results. And I know that you, you have to do, you know, more than once. And um, in quantum healing therapy, everyone says that it's really effective. Some people, they get out of depression. Some people, uh, you know, helps them with anxiety and other traumas, any emotional trauma. And I, I went for one session and uh, I, I thought it was really good because she... Um, Basically, she led me to events that I didn't think had an effect on me. And, uh, you know, I saw myself crying a lot and, wow. uh, you know, releasing, releasing a lot of, uh, you know, bad memories and, you know, linked to an event that I didn't think was, uh, <laughs> it was relevant. Yeah, and, it's crazy, um, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I would say that uh, it was good because I, we spoke a lot about, about things that I wasn't aware, you know, had an impact on, on my self-confidence or, you know, um, <clears throat> on me. And then uh, the I think the immediate effect of that session is that I don't bite my nails anymore. Amazing. And I used to bite my nails. 
that's incredible yeah. I, I like what you said about um trauma I, I haven't read her book but I was listening to Jay Shetty's podcast recently with Oprah and um the book what happened to you and um her and her co-writer were talking about a lab- laboratory test with rats um rat pups baby rats and they just took one out of the litter and held it for a while and then returned it and that was a trauma for the rat it behaved differently throughout its life and um the the point was that the trauma Oprah was saying you know she thought it had to be a tsunami or a car crash or a plane crash or something like that and there can be so many small events in our life that do disrupt our energy and that we then carry that we never process that we never even realize sometimes so I like how this experience led you to those um and and you were saying things that you weren't even aware that were a trauma absolutely it was it was really good Uh, and I I I would like to do that again but you know you have to wait a few months Mm -hmm. that for me was great but um yeah I I, I'm up for, for you know trying everything that will help me to become a better person I notice you've said quite a few times that you're looking for answers um that that is something that leads you towards your your next spiritual chapter what what kind of answers are you are you looking for is it about life in general or for for you personally yeah well I would say that before I I I start you know reading about reincarnation the law of oneness and everything I was I just didn't understand the world and I was like why people are so so bad why did there's people that they have you know five houses and others don't have and and you know so it was uh, quite uh, it was painful because you know you look at someone on the streets and you you know you feel emotional you think oh my god this is someone that you know could be me but then now I understand that I think that we are really one. We are part of a whole. And yes, you do feel when you see someone in a situation like this, you, you feel really sad. And then it, that, that can depress you. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, reading these books, uh, in, in one of the books I read, that helped me a lot to release some of the guilt <laughs> and uh, of going home to a warm home and with plenty of food and leaving someone you know like that um help me to understand that sometimes you know we there may be because i'm not here to preach anyone and say this is what it is my belief now after reading and resonating with these uh, possibilities is that uh, yeah we we decide to come here for uh, um, an experience and some people may have chose to live an experience of poverty Others, they want to, you know, have an experience that is, you know, to teach people, others to, you know, to annoy people. I, I, you know, I I don't know. It's just now I understand that sometimes some people have a path and you you can try to help them. You can try to alleviate their conditions, but, you know, they want to to do that. Mm. I know that some people may say, no, no one wants to suffer but I'm not here to try to explain anything to anyone. When I read things like this, that, you know, we chose to come here and we chose to go through a path, you know, um, I think makes it makes me calmer. I, when I first read about Buddha, I was astonished because he was the son of a king and he went out of the palace and he saw someone living in poverty. 
and that changed everything. Yeah. He he abandoned you know the palace, his wife, his uh, kids to live in poverty. That was his choice until he he you know he reached Dharma. So yes, I I think that I'm looking for yeah I'm looking for yeah, for answers. But now you know I just I'm much calmer because now I think you know. <clears throat> I will make choices in this life and some of them will be great. Some of them will not be great, but don't feel too guilty, Veronica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just try to be you know, calm and, and just keep going. I found myself looking for answers too, but mine is more um, about myself, about my family. We've got some really strong generational trauma that uh, is playing out. So there's three it's three or four generations. So like my mom's a great grandmother um, and they're, they're all quite, you know, old. And so we're able to clearly see the pattern or I am anyway. Um, so I've been trying to look for answers for that. What, why is this pattern repeating? Where did it originate? And then also, and this has been really difficult. How is that pattern manifesting in me? Because I have to be able to look at myself from the outside and see, am I doing any of these behaviors? Cause I, t- what I've seen with our family, they, they've got no clue. <laughs> I can't see it can't see it so it's like what am I not seeing is is the is the answers that I'm trying to look for and that's been yeah that's been really interesting it's been painful I won't lie because um it's bringing up um stuff that so in my uh, my family our our pattern is to um so I've I've realized I've got a rejection issue um and that that has been shaping my life and we protect ourselves by either lashing out or closing up mm-hmm. um, and that that comes in you know I'm never speaking to you again or um, I'm going to pick on every little thing that you do and so I've really been trying to unravel that self that and also see it in myself as well and that's been quite a journey um, but I like it I like to lean into the discomfort a little because I feel that that is where my my growth lies and I'm very passionate about stopping the pattern with my generation like a lot that I read say it takes one one family member to see the pattern to stop it so I'm like okay I'm definitely not continuing this with my kids and yeah just I had my mum over for Christmas and noticed that I I was under attack quite a lot verbal attack doing the wrong thing saying the wrong thing oh my just just constant and that made me close up but it also made me think do I do that to my children do I point out flaws I actively try not to I actually try to affirm them and I've read a lot of parenting books but am I still doing it as a learned behavior so that's that's where I currently am trying to trying to see these things so yeah I love that you ask questions I love that you're curious um, and that you're you're a big reader as well do you have any books you could recommend to our listeners that might be interested in heading on a spiritual journey or learning about some of the things that you shared today yeah well I read a lot of books and I, I Sorry, I don't think I remember all of them, but I, yeah. I would say for someone that wants to <clears throat> understand life and is open, open to, to new ideas, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend Conversations with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's a trilo- trilogy, but uh, you, if you buy the first book, you, you know, it will help you with everything. 
<laughs> I, it helped me a lot. Basically, I was reading The Power of Now mm-hmm. and it was quite hard to, you know, to grasp the concepts. But once I read Conversations with God 1, I went back to The Power of Now and I was like, yeah, I get it. And then I bought the other two. And it, it really, it just, I, I'm much, much calmer now about life. And, and, you know, the book says, do not feel guilt. Mm-hmm. It, it it explains why in many in many chapters you know and I think that was a godsend that book mm. and it's you know when people when you say oh conversations with God you think oh here we go you know you have to go to the church no the God that you find in that book is the God that you can love and, and you know someone said to the author oh, thank you for introducing me to a God that I can love because the God, the ideal God for us is, is not someone that um, judges you and scares you. It's someone that, you know, understands your choices. This was, this is the choice you made that day. And now you have to deal with the consequences. Mm. But there's no judgment. And I think it's fantastic. It's a, it's a great book to, for, for the people that are looking for answers. Love it. I'm going to check it out. I'll also link it in the description for anyone who's interested in having a a read. Um, Thank you for today. I feel like I could talk a lot longer with you, but I wanted to keep the episode short and sweet. And I I really appreciate your time. You're you're, very intelligent and and interesting to to talk to. So yeah, thank you. And um, we'll catch up again soon, no doubt. Thank you. Anytime. (laughs) Thank you very much really great right veronica is so open and transparent with her experiences and really introspective which i appreciate i like how she's looking at herself looking for answers looking for questions something that we can all take inspiration from there's one more episode in this series so i'd like you to subscribe turn on notifications and i'll see you on the next episode